0: Hello friends, I hope you're all good. Welcome to the podcast number one for me, for this channel, and for this playlist. I am Shemsa Dean, you can just call me Shemsa, I'm a CS student. And today I am going to talk about a really interesting subject, which is uh, debating. Well, today we are going to talk about a debates, how to debate the different types of the existing debates, and also some personal tips that I give you to win your debates, to be prepared for them. Well, um, this is my first podcast, and the audio, I think, is not really good because it's just recorded with my computer. Anyway, it's the first day of Ramadan and um, the holy month for Muslims, and it's really interesting. It's, uh, It's good. I'm being productive today. And let's start. According to Google, if we check out on Google, we're going to find that a debate is a formal discussion on a particular matter in a public meeting or a legislative assembly in which opposing arguments are put forward and which usually ends with a vote. This is according to Google. Well, this is how I see it. So technically, it's a formal debate. It's a formal battle where people or groups of people debate an idea you usually find people with, well, with and against. And they usually tackle complex issues with conflicts in sides. And we are not going to debate whether the sky is blue or not. We debate ideologies, philosophies, political regimes and different things. So we should we should find that the topic that we are talking about is debatable. And uh, the speakers can't afford to be boring in a debate because the purpose is to persuade people. And they need to be engaging in order to do that. Right now we come to the different types of debates. Uh, there are different types of and each with different format and code of conduct. I'm going to mention some, but we will focus on three of them and explain how they are held. Let's just mention some of those uh, types of debating. We can, we can find the Australasia debating, the European square debating, the Lincoln-Douglas debating that we will just uh, talk in details about in, in a couple of seconds, and uh, there is the Mace debating, the model United Nations as you see on TV about the UN and there is the Oxford style debating, the Paris style debating, like uh, parliamentary debating, these like different sorts of debating But today we are just going to focus on three main uh, like I picked three and I found them I found them on a on a web article. I really like them. Anyway, we start with moderated debates. Moderated debates. Secondly, we have the Town Hall Debates, and third, the Lincoln-Douglas Debates. Alright, we start with the first one, which is uh, the Moderated Debate. Well, in Moderated Debates, uh, usually hosts negotiate the ground rules ahead of time with the debate participants. This is usually the case with presidential debates that we see on major TV networks and universities. And then typically each participant makes an opening statement in a prescribed period of time, then a moderator then asks a question of one of the debaters, who is allocated a certain amount of time to respond. Other participants then can respond. This is called a rebuttal, and this is the new word that I've learned. A rebuttal, so it's written R-E-B-U-T-T-A-L. So when we check out on the Cambridge, uh, the Cambridge Review, but a rebuttal, so technically, it is just a statement that says or proves that something is not true. Maybe some of you know it. Personally, I don't know it. Well, some, uh, some moderators allow for a good back and forth among candidates, and other formats are stricter and allow for a question. Followed usually by 90 seconds for a response and 90 seconds for a rebuttal before moving to the next question. The second type of debate that we are going to go in details with is the town hall debates. So this format often is popular with the politicians. So you see guys, when we talk about politics, uh, when we talk about debates, we usually refer to politics to see just the importance of debating in politics. Because in politics, we usually need to convince people to vote for us, to convince convince, uh, a population to adopt a certain policy. So sometimes we really need to debate against another side to win the vote, to win the presidency. Or just to get a seat on a city council. The town hall format calls for a moderator to take a microphone and walk around the audience, letting attendees ask debaters questions live. So, so, so it's sort of it's it's really interactive this sort of debate because the questions are coming from the community or coming from the audience, and the questions from the audience are not pre-prepared or pre-staged. So this can be real interesting, and it can get real interesting when the answers are also good. So the moderator will also ask questions that people pose via social media or other digital platforms. So sometimes they just set a certain amount of time so they don't go really long or really short with that debate. Third things third, we're going to talk about the Lincoln-Douglas format. So this is an open style of debate and like from the name you can understand that it's from the Lincoln-Douglas uh, to, uh, I mean, American politicians. And this is named for the famous series of debates between the US Senate ca- candidates Abraham Lincoln and Stephen Douglas in eighteen fifty-eight. Uh well participants typically agree on time limits and topics ahead of time. In presidential debates, for example, you might see one debate devoted entirely to domestic policy while another debate is devoted to foreign policy. So in here we just don't need to jump from a topic to another. We choose the topic, we choose the we we make a set of time and we need to respect that. So many high schools and college debaters are familiar with this format because it's very structured, yet it allows for people to openly express their viewpoints and rebuttals. A typical Lincoln-Douglas format lasts about 40 to 45 minutes, and it's really structured. So you can, you can just type that on Google and understand more structures, so I don't want to be uh, really long on this podcast. Well, the next point is how to prepare yourself for a your debate. So these are the points I've made personally, and they really help me when I need to get into a debate. So the first thing is make some search. So never go to debate that you have that you have no clue about. So you just don't jump into debate and start talking and with without any research. So even if you if you know some, even if you have a basic information about the topic, you should just go read more about it. Maybe you're not, you're just outdated, so you need to get updated again. Maybe some new hypothesis about the topic. And usually with the scientific uh, scientific topics, things change from a year to another. So you don't have to stick, you don't have to stick with a with just a, a basic amount of information about the topic. And sometimes you need to say no if you don't know. Like, you just need to say, I don't know about this topic, I cannot debate it with you. Even if you have a point of view, if you don't have enough information, if you don't feel... Ready and ready enough to to to, to uh, get into a debate. You just don't need to because you're going to lose if you're not well prepared. And the third thing is a sort of personal comment. It's uh, don't think, uh, don't take things personally. So we don't need when you go into debate. Some people will say bad things. Some people will say some things that might might like offend you, but you don't need to take that personally because if you take them personally, you're just going to to harm your emotions and your inner peace. And that is not the goal of a debate. Just don't forget, it's just a, a debate. It's just a battle to exchange arguments, to learn from each other, and not harm each other. The last, last but not least, is don't attack people, attack ideas. Never go uh, offensive. So never insult a person, throw a chair at a person, like we see sometimes on TV. People, uh, politicians, usually does. some people throw a glass of water. Others to throw a chair at each other. No, it doesn't work that way. So it's, it's just a, an intellectual. But instead of throwing a chair, you would better get a good argument that can convince people to to believe you, or to vote for you, or to adopt your philosophy. So this is how the debates are going. It's not about throwing a chair. That is a I don't know martial arts battle, not a not a debating battle. And um, like here we come. We technically come to the conclusion. So just to sum up. Debates are good intellectual activities where you can learn a lot, a lot of new things. Like usually, when you talk about something, you have a, a strictest perspective where you cannot understand how the others think. And while debating, I really feel that you can understand lots of things. Some people might use some scientific facts that you're going to learn from them. Maybe just to, for you to, uh, to get convinced and stop thinking that way or changing your point of view or just to learn from them so you can just enhance your point of view. Because usually the rebuttals and the, the responses to arguments are really uh, really powerful and compelling compelling arguments also to to help you uh, prove your point of view. You should know when you debate, you, sh- you should really know if a subject is debatable or not. Sometimes we find people debating about people's beliefs or about some topics that are really sensitive at that moment. So sometimes you don't... Just, you can't just pick, up, pick pick a topic and talk about it in public, in a bus, in a train, in an airplane, because you can, you can find people that are sensitive to that topic and that can harm them. So from that, we can just learn that we should respect cultural, religious, and political differences and point of views. Never insult or go aggressive, as I just said above. Uh, so never, never go aggressive. So debate, stay cool and master your nerves, because that might help you. Make sure an idea is debatable before going. We just talked about that. And stay curious. And don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Uh, I don't know. I'm a little nervous right now. I did not get used to this sort of uh, content making. I used to make YouTube videos, and I find this uh, at first like I thought the podcasts are easier than than. Uh, I thought the podcasts are easier than actual YouTube videos making, but it's 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 tough. It's difficult, you know. And the main goal of this channel or this podcast is to learn. This is it. I made this podcast to learn more, to read more, and to get cultivated more, to practice English or maybe even more languages. So so I started with this English one because I prepared the, the content in English. But next time I, may, uh, I I may make it in Arabic, make other topics in Arabic or in French. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Share these little podcasts with your friends, close friends, with your brother, sister. That really means a lot for me. Thank you so much.